Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And And you're you're about about to to get get jumped. Welcome to episode 79 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to. But you should still totally watch the anime. This week on Get Jumped, we're watching Naruto episodes 89 through 92, where balloons teach you super attacks, necklaces could kill, and Orochimaru just wants a hand. Oh, are, are we are we supposed to clap here? Is is this is this Orochimaru's version of uh, of uh, please, please please clap? clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna call this episode "Please Clap." I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Let's jump in. Hey everybody! Uh, welcome back from uh, Blake's snowpocalypse of 2019. Yeah. We had, um, an, uh, as we are wont to do periodically, we had an unplanned hiatus where we had to scramble for content. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though because we had been we had been planning to start releasing more uh, patron only content. Um, so I figured I would give out the first one for free, um, and uh, the next one's. The next ones coming out, um, start uh, putting them on Patreon only um, so that the the patrons can uh, enjoy those. Um, so what I'm going to start putting right. out there um, are going to be uh, reviews. Um, the reviews are going to only be over um, uh, new anime movies that are recent. Um, think like 2010s and forward. Um, I'm going to try to cover ones, um, that are of, of big names. I know the next one I'm planning on coming out with is the Ghost in the Shell, uh, live action movie. I I really, really wanted to do. Yeah. I I wanted to do kind of like a deep dive into that. I still Um, haven't seen that. You haven't seen it yet? No, I, I just like, uh... When it came out, I was like, I want to see it because it's a big-budget anime adaptation, Mm -hmm. but I just never could muster the desire to go. And then you saw it, and you were like, eh, it's fine. And I was like, cool, (laughs) I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Not to spoil your review. (laughs) If you haven't haven't listened to it yet, um, the last episode is going to be that review of Alita Battle Angel. Um, I had uh, some not not nice things to things to say about it uh mostly because i i think it was a uh it was a full super long arc of an anime or manga shoehorned into a 90 minute uh movie i would like to jump in here too and say first of all thank you to reddit user chewy chavez i think the third it's three eyes in a row i'm assuming that's the third um this person responded to the episode on Reddit to fairly strongly disagree with your review. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just thrilled that somebody decided to chime in and start a discussion. I responded back to them because I agree with them. I disagree with your review almost entirely. And I think <laughs> I'm going to write a blog post about it that will also be free for non-patrons and patrons alike. So you yeah. guys can get my views on the film as well. And it's going to be, I don't want to say it's going to be a rebuttal of your review because that makes it sound like we're in a fight or I'm going to try and disprove it. But I definitely want to review it partly from the standpoint of like addressing your criticisms and saying whether I agree or not and why. 
because that way we kind of keep it in the family as like, this is us discussing this movie, even though we're kind of talking about it separately and in two different formats. Like mm-hmm. it's sort of you giving your thoughts and then me giving my thoughts on the, the questions that you raised. So I think that'll be an interesting thought experiment. And I appreciate Chewie Chavez the third bringing that up and uh, just in general uh, reaching out to us on Reddit Highly encourage any of you guys that have thoughts on any of our episodes to go comment on them on Reddit or wherever else in our social media that you would like to talk to us because we love that shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I always like to hear, uh, what other people think about it. Um, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to say that like my, you know, my word is law on something, but I mean, I definitely, I definitely have, have, you know, opinions on, on different stuff that happens, especially with this movie. I was, I was very derogative towards. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I was really surprised by your review. I was like, man, I wish we were like having a conversation right now. So yeah, I'm excited to like write that up and kind of sort of talk back at you in a blog post about it. So that'll be fun. Anyways. (laughs) And, uh, thanks again for reaching out. And uh, that's kind of all I have. I, I'm going to go with personal news here because I'm excited about it. Um, I got a dog and it's really exciting. We went to the shelter and we ended up getting a dog that is both bigger and younger than we had intended. <laughs> but uh, he's doing pretty well. Our cat's super stressed out. So she's in here with me. So if you hear cat sounds, um, it's because I didn't want to stress her out more by putting her out of this room. And making her go into the house where the dog is, even though he's in the kennel. And uh, she's taking a nap now, but, you know, just pre-apologies if she starts moving around. She's having a hard yeah. time. <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything else before we get going? Yeah. Anyways, um, no, I, I don't have any other updates other than uh, just kind of jumping in uh, to these Naruto episode where I... Uh, I I have some thoughts, but we'll get into that in just a minute. So, <laughs> without further ado, uh, previously on Naruto. Okay, if you've never heard of Naruto before, it is a story about sort of fantastical anime ninjas living in a society built around fantastical anime ninjas. Our titular character is a kid named Naruto who is training to become a ninja. He started the series training out on a team with a different mentor. Right now, he has gained a new mentor, a guy named Jiraiya, and they are traveling together on a mission that I did not realize Naruto did not know the purpose of, but he discovers it in these episodes, and that is how I knew that. Um, So I guess Jiraiya is just taking him on a mission to go walk about and train as far as he's concerned. Um, And he is teaching Naruto a new cool technique. Uh, Most techniques in Naruto are called ninjutsu. Um, There's also taijutsu or genjutsu, which are subsets of that, basically. Um, This technique is chakra only. Chakra is the energy that makes all of the cool anime powers work in the Naruto world. And um, usually you combine your chakra with a series of hand signs to do ninjutsu or genjutsu. Usually not taijutsu, because that's just fighting. But... uh, (laughs) The other two for sure. For this technique, it is basically just concentrating your chakra into a single point and hitting someone with it. Uh, We will learn this time around that it's called the Rasengan, but Spencer and I already knew it and have been calling it that and did not realize that it was not known. 
So it's the Rasengan. He's learning that. And their secret mission has to do with the death of the Hokage, which, as we call it on this show, is uh, basically the ninja president of the village where Naruto lives. Um, He was killed in a recent attack on the village, and they are going to find the new ninja president, which is a woman named Tsunade, um, who we have learned has a bit of a gambling problem and is older than she looks. And we haven't learned much else about her up until this point. Um, The person who killed the Hokage is Orochimaru, and he, Tsunade, and Jiraiya each composed something called the Legendary Sanin, which are these three legendary ninja who are super powerful and um, have historical relevance that we will learn about way in the future. Um, Orochimaru is traveling around with his... um, his right-hand man who he kind of doesn't trust, a guy named Kabuto. And Kabuto first showed up as this kind of shifty double agent kind of dude, and Orochimaru kind of thinks he's doing the same thing here. Um, At the end of our coverage last time, Naruto was practicing the Rasengan while Jiraiya was trying to find information on where Tsunade was. Tsunade, meanwhile, was um, confronted by Orochimaru and Kabuto riding on a giant snake and we didn't know what they were there to do to kill her or talk to her or what. And we're going to find out in episode 89. Cool. So episode 89, An Impossible Choice, The Pain Within Tsunade's Heart, um, starts us down the the, uh, the long road from one action sequence to a secondary action sequence, which is basically what these four episodes are. Yeah, um, we're kind of in an extended interlude today. Yeah, there is a lot story. It's just yes. not action story. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of time spent uh, yelling at each other and also staring at each other meaningfully. Also, a surprising um, amount of time getting drunk. Yeah, and like a lot of times where I'm just like, uh, I did not remember this happening. Did I just like? completely phase over these episodes well you know also when i when i watched these i don't know that i ever rewatched them since i initially saw them on cartoon network and i saw Mm. them on like it was at like seven or eight at night so it wasn't like during the middle of the day when they have all the like children's programming but it wasn't quite it was like the the edited tsunami block not in like the later like adult swim stuff where they had bleach and shit so they might have edited out the getting drunk parts of the story. Mm-hmm. Well, this uh, this episode is going to start out with uh, Naruto and Jiraiya continuing to murder balloons um, in the sense <laughs> that uh, uh, Naruto is trying... <laughs> I'm going to push this. Naruto. It's going to be our title. Naruto. Anyways, so Naruto <laughs> is uh, trying to uh, both focus his chakra, then spin his chakra, then keep it focused enough so it forms a pinpoint and a, like a focal point, and that way that when he uses the Brising gun, he'll get like full damaging power of it. Otherwise, it leaves yeah. uh, just badass uh, spirals on trees, I guess. Which um, is way cooler so- looking, but not nearly as dangerous, I guess. It, yeah, they describe yeah. this technique as holding a typhoon in your hand. And it Mm -hmm. makes sense. You're supposed to spin your chakra basically in two contrasting directions and hold it in, like, contain it in a a ball shape for the Mm -hmm. technique to have enough. The the spin gives it its power, but it has to be combined with, like, being contained for it to have, like, damage potential. Mm -hmm. And 
it makes sense when you think about it. And I really like that aspect of this technique. Yeah. So um, it's a very, it's it, what it is, it's a very simple yet very difficult technique that Naruto is having a, a very difficult time mastering. Um, they are going to be wandering through this town that is just in a crater. Did they ever explain why this town is in like this gigantic hole? Um, Who, I, Jiraiya and Naruto? I, yeah. Did you notice that when they got to this town, I was just like, everything else is at eye line and then, or at like normal level. And I'm like, and then the in town is completely sunk into the ground. Um, I'm like, what happens when it rains? Does it just <laughs> fill up with water? <laughs> it's just a one shot town. You just, when it rains, it's over. You had a good run. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, you know how um, towns work. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, while Jiraiya and Naruto are looking for Tsunade, Tsunade is actually uh, already been confronted by Orochimaru. Um, Orochimaru and Kabuto are trying to convince Tsunade uh, to heal his arms. <laughs> also, um, wait, this part is so stupid. Like, I was like, did I miss something? Because at the end of the previous episode, Orochimaru and Kabuto appear on a giant snake that shows up by coming like coming out of and therefore demolishing this temple that Tsunade and her like handmaiden Shizune were going to. And then they are standing there staring up at this giant snake with these two villains standing on the snake glowering down at them. And the next time you see them, which is the first time in this episode, they are standing on the ground, the snake is gone, and they're just staring at each other in like a hallway. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck was the snake for? Why did you have to do so much property damage when you weren't even going to use it? Like, I know, I know, I, I, <laughs> I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of things that happen randomly inside of Naruto that I'm like, this is not the most, this is not the most useful way to do this. But I guess yeah. it's cool, so like, you get so a pass. Like, anime, for the most part, is melodrama. And that is fine. It's one of the things I like about it. It's the same thing in most American comic books. It is soap opera. And that's why everything is huge and all the characters are always super goddamn dramatic and it's great. And so showing up on a giant snake that destroys a, like, you know, historical landmark in order to ask someone for a favor is fine but then immediately off-screen abandoning the snake plan and nobody ever mentioning it again is weird. And that part really just threw me. Yeah. Also, Anyways. I kept thinking, they like, they're like fucking... Sh so, the, yeah, Spencer said Orochimaru wants Tsunade to heal his hands because if you'll remember, when he fought the Hokage and ended up killing him, the Hokage used a powerful technique to turn Orochimaru's hands to stone, which sealed his jutsu. He could do a few things, but for the most part, his abilities are gone because you have to make hand signs for most ninjutsu. And so Orochimaru has come to Tsunade because she is this legendary medical ninja and she might be able to heal him. So then Kabuto talks some shit. And gets into a fight with Shizune, who, by the way, is like this nothing side character and almost kicks Kabuto's ass in this scene, which yeah. shocked me. Yeah, also, she just happens to have, like, attached to her arm this weird, like, 
shoots a bunch of poison needles dart yeah, gun. That's... And I was just like, I think this is the only time we will ever see her use this. And it's well, just she... kind of like, oh. <laughs> she did it, and I was like, oh, that's what she's in it does. She's like Erica. She's a character that shows up and has enough design to stand out from, like, the crowd of, like, random extras that you use to populate the world around you who don't, like, matter. But she doesn't actually ever do anything. And, like, then in this moment, she, like, fights, and she's good at it. And I was like, why did she not become a bigger character than she is? Yeah. Um, but also, Orochimaru is then going to talk some shit about Tsunade's loved ones who died in her past, and I kept thinking about that moment in Third uh, Thirty Rock when Liz, like Jack, is like talking shit about Liz, and she goes, "Is this you asking me for a favor? Like, <laughs> the, what the, what kind of negging bullshit is this?" Yeah, he's trying to gaslight her into helping uh, him, but like yeah. doing not a very good job, I guess. No, um, yeah. So, she anyways. Kept the snake. Yeah, for real. Um, anyways, uh, Orochimaru is uh, going to be almost uh, attacked by Tsunade when he mentions that he can bring back these two people from her uh, past that have died. Um, Tsunade, by the way, is going to completely obliterate a wall for also a seemingly no reason other than to show that she's really strong and then to hear Kabudu say, ooh, look how strong she is. Uh, um, yeah. Oh. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, Jiraiya and Naruto are having a very dumb adventure inside of a gambling parlor. Um, so where... stupid. I didn't even write any notes about it because it was so dumb. <laughs> so, so Jiraiya is going to, like, be completely taken off guard by this guy who can, like, toss a dice into a cup really fast and then he, he wants to... He wants to charge him a lot if he loses the the role, or he will give him the information for free yeah. um, if uh, he, if he wins the role. Legendary so Sunning, everybody. Yeah, for real. So he bets odd, and or sorry, he bets even, and it comes up odd. And then Naruto, who is is uh, over in the side, being the goodest boy and not gambling <laughs> or drinking, for instead once just trying in his to. Life. Yeah, he is just trying to not gamble as much as possible um, and to focus on his technique he's trying to learn while this a guy behind him is just being so obnoxious where he's just like, ooh, you don't want to gamble? Everyone wants to gamble. Don't you want to gamble? <laughs> this is like a 12-year-old child. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the balloon in his hand is going to explode uh, like it's been doing while they've been wandering through the town. Um, and it, this ends up creating a shockwave that knocks over the dice and turns them from odd to even. And nobody says this is cheating. Um, so <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have to pay any money. And they go and get some information. They act like the dude didn't even notice the gust of wind. But like it was <laughs> yeah. enough to knock it. A- a dice uh, or a die over onto a different side like you would notice the die was right in front of you yeah for real anyways they're gonna go over to this other gambling parlor from there they get a little bit more information they follow up to where Tsunade um is um and right before they get over there um it the Tsunade and Orochimaru are going to um form a deal basically like you know she doesn't say yes or doesn't say no, really, to Orochimaru. But Orochimaru is just like, well, you didn't kill me, so I'm going to take that as a yes. 
his his whole thing is that he is convinced that he is playing her because he believes that he knows what she wants the most, which is the lives of her two fallen loves, which is this kid named um, Nowaki and this guy named Dan. Dan was her love interest and Nowaki was her brother, I think. Yeah, her younger brother. Um, They were both killed in the ninja war in which the Sanin grew up, which is in mm-hmm. Naruto's history. And is actually where they got the title, the Sanin, and where they sort of became legendary, which we won't learn for a really long time, but that's the truth. That's what happens. Yeah. And um, so they died during that conflict, and she has basically never moved on. And he knows this. So he's playing to her. So he's like, he has basically made a gambit, which is, I can give you back these dead people that you love. I can bring them back to life. And... I know that you're going to choose me, so I'm going to give you seven days to think it over, because it's a tough decision. Mm. Then Anyways. they're, they're going to go get drunk. Yeah. So this <laughs> goes into episode 90, uh, Unforgivable, A Total Lack of Respect. Um, so this episode takes place inside of a bar. Um, the entire episode almost is inside of this one bar. Over yeah, a table, yeah. having a conversation between Jiraiya, Naruto, Shizune, um, and Tsunade. Um, yeah, and, this and is, also their a, pig. <laughs> it, yeah, fuck. I was like, what is this, Seven Deadly Sense? So I was, um, I, I, I gotta say, we talk a lot of shit about Naruto's pacing issues, and it has them here. But it's actually doing a relatively decent job of moving the story along. The story is just in a heavily dialogue section of storytelling where the characters need to fight with their words and try to figure out where they stand on things. And so this episode is that. Yeah. So this episode is, is actually, it's pretty interesting back and forth. Um, The only thing that I, I really have a problem with in it is that it, it just feels like it it rehashes a couple of things a little bit too much and takes yeah. a, puts a little bit too much air inside of it um but otherwise it does a pretty good bottle episode which is you know kind of what this is um you know like they are in one location they never leave they just talk about things and they have to figure something out before they can leave and i yeah. was just like oh it's a sitcom bottle episode that's kind of cool um but uh i i was I was astounded about how many times they stood on the table. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? They're so. You, is this just, just like a thing? <laughs> like climbing up on this thing, and I'm like, is this how Japanese bars are? Because Japanese people yeah. are usually very respectful of their environment and other people's things. Yeah, and they get uh, up and down from this table basically like six times in the episode. <laughs> They're basically doing like a stair step uh, class, so that yeah. you know, getting up and down, gotta get your reps in. So yeah. the brunt of the conversation has to do with Jiraiya. So it's it's Tsunade and Shizune, and Shizune is upset because she thinks that Tsunade is going to accept Orochimaru's offer. And she can't do that because it would be wrong and it would lead to a lot of bad things because Orochimaru explicitly said that if he gets his hands back, he will destroy the Leaf Village, among other things. And that's bad. So Shizune is sitting there trying to dissuade her while Tsunade is having an internal conflict over wanting to revive her loved ones versus kind of agreeing with Shizune. 
Then Jiraiya and Naruto show up. And Jiraiya wants her and reveals that she has been chosen as the next Hokage, which Naruto did not realize. Tsunade then says that the Hokage is a, like, a dumb position. Basically that it is a lost cause and that people who want to be Hokage are sort of foolish or gullible and are kind of believing in, you know, false dreams. This, of course, is Naruto's single driving desire and his greatest goal. And he is super offended. He takes a a few stair steps during this part to... To tell her that get them she, reps in, girl. Get them reps in. <laughs> Gone. Yes, work those legs. So he wants her to. Um, well, he he's mad because he is very personally <laughs> offended that she would say that the Hokage is a position for foolish people because it's what he wants, and so he basically starts a fight with her that she's like, okay, let's take this outside. And this is a 50 year old woman who's shit faced and also a legendary warrior from war times, challenging a 12 year old upstart to a battle in an alley outside a bar. Yeah. Okay. The other great thing about this is that she's going to bet her necklace on this fight. And she's going to be like, I can defeat you with, like, one finger, right? Yeah, because the, the uh, thing that every 12-year-old boy wants is an old woman's necklace. Yeah. And <laughs> and number one, there's a couple of times inside this episode where they're, they're like, yeah, she's 50 years old. And everybody's just like, she's 50? Yeah. Um, so I, we're, we're, we're led to believe that she can, like, you know, alter her age because she's well, very good at... I magic. think they she's basically like say biscuit. that. She yeah, is, she's basically yeah. Biscuit from from uh, Hunter Hunter. Exactly. Hunter X Hunter. <laughs> yeah, Biscuit's a little more flighty and obsessed with jewels, but also Tsunade has a gambling problem, so it's not actually that different. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I I said I said Hunter Hunter, and I could like feel your t- like fist tense. <laughs> We're in a fight. We Anyways, in a fight. this podcast so, is on the rocks. <laughs> So, um, she is going to flick Naruto in the head, which is going to knock him way the fuck back. Um, because she and then, challenges uh, him. She does that thing that Trunks does to Goku that one time, where she's like, I can beat you with just one finger. And yeah. so that's why she flicks him. Yeah. So she, she, That sounds weird. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you're the one that keeps on saying it. Let's move it. on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways. So, um... Uh, Naruto is going to be knocked back and then he is going to summon a Rasengan um, that is almost completed. Um, it looks like he's very focused, very upset, and he's running full speed at Tsunade. Um, they see this, they see that they, this is a very dangerous technique coming at them, and then Tsunade slams her finger into the ground, which opens up a rift in the earth, which Naruto falls inside of, and it blows the uh, Rasengan into the ground, taking us from episode 90 to episode 91 inheritance the necklace of death um yeah, so so he uh, he kind of got the leg up on her because he distracted her by talking about like his dreams of being the hokage which made her mm-hmm. think about noaki and dan and this episode is all about that if you like flashbacks you'll love this episode because this it is, is only right here that's that's 91. all they do 
hit episode it up. 91 is basically just a flashback episode um, yeah and it's where... like kind of okay it's still really slow and definitely they're taking more time than they need to so that they can fill more episodes than they need to but like it's mm-hmm. pretty good story yeah um so two things are really going to happen inside of this episode <clears throat> first Naruto is going to be challenged by Tsunade to have a couple of days uh, where he needs, he can get the necklace still if he can master this technique of the Rasengan. He's, so he's he going to have off- exactly a week, which is also how much time Tsunade has to make the decision regarding Orochimaru's offer. Yeah, so he's going to run off and uh, he's going to make some artwork on trees, which is basically <laughs> what it ends up looking like inside you of... You make it sound like uh, he's just like tagging trees in the woods instead <laughs> of focusing. Okay, like, look, Naruto was look, here. <laughs> yeah, like he, yes, he is trying to summon this, be able to do the Rasengan and uh, have a valid use of it. But at the same time, he is tagging a bunch of trees. He could have done it to the same couple of trees over and over again, but it's like an entire forest being ruined by this one child. Well, um, it's like a dirt field with a bunch of trees in it, and Naruto is the only one there, and he's just destroying all the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, meanwhile, Tsunade is going to have it climbed up to the top of her building so she can brood like a Marvel superhero. Um, uh-huh. And uh, she's going to sit on top of like this this big like archway that's at the front of the city. Um, and she is going to think back to her past. Yeah, she's um, really good at She's like a brood queen here, where she's really just, you know, going for it. She's not a brood queen. That's a hmm? completely different thing. That's a different thing. That's a different, different thing. I'm Anyways, sure I'm right. Um, so she's going to first <laughs> think about her, her younger brother. And she's going to think back when when he was uh, still training to be a ninja, um, and she gave him uh, her great-grand—is it great-grandfather or grandfather? Great-grandfather, right? It's... The first Hokage? Oh, man, that's a great question. I think was... it's great-grandfather. The point is, yeah. the very first Hokage yeah. um, was her relative. Distant, but yeah. not that distant. Like, so they were alive he, at the same time. Yeah, so he passed down this necklace to her. She gives it to her brother. And then her brother is immediately murdered. <laughs> well, she gives it to him because he talks about how much he wants to be the Hokage. In pretty much exactly the same way Naruto does. Yeah. And then that, but, like, that's his motivation. Then he but he's murdered, the like, the day. same day. Like, yeah. <laughs> he is murdered like, to the point that they are, like... She, like, comes in, it's, like, cuts to her, like, rushing in to, like, where these other ninja are standing around, having, like, discovered that he's dead. And she's like, where is he? And they're like, you don't, you should not go see him, because he has been killed so hard that he's unrecognizable. Like, the only reason we know it's him is because we found this necklace, and they give it back to her. Well, Orochimaru gives it back to her, who's standing there. And all I could think in this moment was just like, if anyone had, you know, killed your sibling for no reason, it was probably Orochimaru. Yeah, (laughs) he's also smarmy as fuck during this scene, which is like actually a little out of canon based on what we will learn way later. Because during this period of time, this is the Ninja War, and he... Nard, he, Tsunade, and Jiraiya are all on a team together and are like, they become the great heroes in this war. 
And, like, he's always kind of an asshole, but it's shocking how smarmy and dickish he's being about her brother dying right here. Yeah. He does not give a single fuck about her brother dying. No, he's, like, taunting her and smiling about it. Like, how are they friends? Yeah. Yeah. This is not not how you react when you're friends with each other. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> um, so the the next thing that is going to happen um, inside of her memories um, is she is going to think back about uh, when she uh, was telling everybody that they should have a medical ninja inside of uh, each team of ninjas. And the reasoning why they need this is so that they can lo- drastically lower the number of ninjas that are going to die inside of this war so that they can um, they they. The Hokage says, like, pretty, pretty, you know, he's pretty smart about it, where it's just like, this is a good idea, but we don't have enough ninjas that are trained up on this yet, so we would need somebody to lead this, which eventually is going to be, like, what Tsunade was doing. She was, you know, going to be one of the medical ninjas that was going to start the the medical ninja corps. Um, But uh, she is championed by Dan, who is also inside of the room. And he's just like, I think this is a good idea. And when she walks out, she's just like, oh, thanks for doing that. And he's like, yes, my sibling died in the war. And she's like, my sibling also died in the war. <laughs> yeah, so they fall madly in love instantly. And, and presumably... then the next thing you see is him dying on the battlefield. And Well, she gives him like... her necklace at one point. That's important. <laughs> she gives him her necklace. He immediately like goes and dies with her on the battlefield. And my favorite thing that one of the ninjas they're with says is they're like, his kidney was blown out. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Like, it's did just someone like, reach in okay. and like? <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, like she loves him and she's saying he's going to be okay. One to comfort him in this very terrifying time where he is actively dying painfully right now. And two, because she wants to believe it and she wants it to be true and she's trying to convince herself and she's trying to will it to be true. She's like pleading to the universe that he's going to be okay. But also these other ninja are sitting around talking about how dead he is. Yeah. (laughs) Just like (laughs) in front of him. And then and then this motherfucker's going to die. She's like, you're going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then like. And then, like, when he does die, it, like, cuts to, like, her pulling up her hands, and they're covered in blood, and she's like, no! And then it cuts upwards, and it just looks like he's covered in, like, an entire pool of blood. And yeah. I was just like, oh, God. Like, it's a bunch. oh, man. He also, must they were have, like, like, his kidney got blown out, and I was like, you only need one. Like, he might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anyways. Sorry, um, I mean, so- a man is dead, but it is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Jiraiya and Tsunadi are going to meet uh, meet up and uh, drink and talk about the olden days. Um, but they're going to be drinking. Also, this these flashbacks are to illustrate. Like the, we we see these flashbacks because Shizune goes to visit Naruto and mm-hmm. is basically telling him that Tsunade has wagered her necklace, which she has never wagered before because it's important to her because it is a family heirloom that killed two people she loves. Then yeah. Shizune decides to cheer Naruto up by telling him the story of how these two people died. And basically, like, she says everyone that wears this necklace that's not Tsunade dies. 
And it makes it sound like the necklace has some sort of like enchantment on it where it can only be worn by one person. But actually, it's just kind of a coincidence that I guess feels like a cursed object, but it's not like literally cursed and she's not actually saying that. She's just being like, it happened twice. So, you know, yeah, wear it at your own risk. It's not malice from the X-Men universe. It's not. Like a a necklace that possesses you and then kills you. Uh No, it is. It is not. It is not a Horcrux from. No, (laughs) it was very Harry Potter. And I I definitely did not remember that this was the reason. Like I did remember that these two people had died. I did not remember that she had given them the necklace because I thought that the necklace was presumed to be cursed in my memories of this section of the story, which is wrong. It's not. I mean, maybe it is, but they don't explicitly say that. They just yeah. say everyone but Tsunade, who's worn this, has died, and then she tells him the story of that. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, so Jiraiya and Tsunade are going to go hang out with each other and drink and talk about the old days. Um, they are going to be talking about, like, what the Hokage is, why there's a Hokage, um, and... Uh, this is going to bleed into episode 92 and dubious over Sonati's choice. Um, Shinude, but the Hokage. Sh- Shinude. Um, so, <laughs> so, Jirita. Clap. God, I almost said it. <laughs> so, Jiraiya and Tsunade are, um, are, are going to be drinking and talking about the old days and about the Hokage and how she should become the Hokage because she needs to be. Um, and, uh, she is going to, um, I thought when I first saw this, she was poisoning him, but, um, she is, uh, she she's is. sneaking a drug into Jiraiya's drink that is, it's, yes, it is poison, but like, think of it more so as like a, like a sleeping pill that yeah, kind it's of not like murder paralyzes poison. your body. It's not yeah. going to kill, it's not going to kill you, but it's going to like make it to where you are not fully functional. Um, and this is to lead into the upcoming, uh, the upcoming battle that is going to happen between the three legendary Sonin, which we'll get yeah. into in the next episode of our coverage. Um, right, because it I turns out it in an uncharacteristic twist, we have passed an entire week in about two days without feeling like it was a week. Yeah. That is uncharacteristic Shock- I was of original Naruto. Yeah. I was like, what? A week has happened already? We didn't have seven episodes, one for each day? Yeah. Anyways... Um, so, uh, Sh- uh, Shizune, um, is going to, uh, find Naruto. He's unconscious. He's been overtraining. Um, and then we, we see that he has, um, his, his hand is injured by like a chakra burn. Um, and then there's, uh, I don't know. There's, there's a little bit of a, a back and forth between Shizune and, uh, Tsunade where they're standing over Naruto who's passed out. Um, and Shizune is just like, if you're going to really make this deal, if you're going to do this, I am going to stop you if I have to. And then there's this badass moment where we see, uh, Tsunade stand up and she's like, you know who I am. Don't even like play with me on this. And she walks towards Shizune and then she walks away from Shizune. You don't see the strike happen, but Shizune like topples over like she's been punched in the stomach so hard that she yeah. passes out. It's and it's, it's just a cool, is a genuinely cool character. Yeah, I I like I rewound this like three times and I was just like, did do we see the strike? And mm-hmm. we don't in the animation. I was like, oh, that's just kind of cool the way they did that. 
Um, yeah, it, it would be lazy if it weren't so well put together. Like, mm. it, Naruto cuts corners with the animation, definitely, sometimes. This is not one of those times, even though it might feel like, you know, there should be a frame where she moves and you see the punch. Like, no, the point is, it is too fast to be seen, and they play it really well. Yeah. So, Anyways. yeah, so the situation is, Tsunada, it, it is the day that Tsunade is supposed to go make her decision. Shizune was going to stop her and gets punched so that she can't go. Naruto has been overtraining and is estimated to wake up the following day, and she has left Jiraiya drugged and unconscious at the bar where they were hanging out. So she has yeah. basically taken out everybody around her that was trying to get her not to agree to this Orochimaru deal, and is on her way to meet up with him now. Yeah. So when she meets up with um with Orochimaru, she is going to focus a whole bunch of chi into her hands. Um and she is going to start walking towards Orochimaru without giving him a firm answer yes or no. Um the at the same time, uh we are going to see Jiraiya coming up to see Shizune and Naruto. Naruto has woken up early because he has Fox Chakra inside of him, so he heals yeah. super fast. Um and Jiraiya is going to be like uh uh Tsunade drugged me. Uh, we need to go find her. She she paralyzed my entire body. I'm having trouble even walking. We have to go stop her. She's going to do something stupid. Um, and then we cut back to our final scene in this episode, which is Tsunade almost touching uh, Norochimaru's hands. And then a kunai knife flies out from the air and stabs into the ground between the two of them. And they jump apart. And you think for a second, like uh, uh, Kabuto, who is going to be shown to have thrown the kunai knife, is betraying Orochimaru. Because they've always kind of like, they've always kind of had like a tenuous relationship between Uh, Kabuto and Orochimaru. They've been building that because they've had a few moments between the two of them in these episodes where Orochimaru... Mm -hmm questions Kabuto's loyalty. Yeah. So and it, so it, it culminates Kab- into that misunderstanding. Yeah. So Kabuto um is actually warning Orochimaru that whatever technique she was building up inside of her hands was not to heal him. It was going to be to destroy him. Um and so he is just like, thanks for saving me basically to Kabuto and turns yeah. to Zanade and just be like, we're gonna fight now. And that's and the end I- of our coverage. <laughs> I really like it too because Orochimaru uh, he does not he doesn't misunderstand. We do as the audience, we think that Kabuto is betraying him now. But Orochimaru realizes it immediately. And he, they do a good job faking you out because they the kunai is thrown, they dodge apart, we see that Kabuto appeared and threw it, and then Orochimaru is like, "How dare you choose to betray me at this moment?" And you think he said it to Kabuto, and then you it, it reveals that he said it to Tsunade. So she has made her choice. She made the right choice, even though she knocked out everybody that was trying to get her to make that choice. And now we're going to leave her facing off against Orochimaru and Kabuto. And we're going to get some action next time in Naruto. But, of course, we are not watching Naruto next week, because that's mm. how we do things around here. Yeah. Instead, we are going to be uh, covering JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, so stick with us, and we will give you a preview of that after these credits. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions. With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain English Productions. He's our level six sound wizard. Level up. Our podcast is ad-free, and we want to keep it that way. 
if you want to keep it that way too, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at B and S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash Get Jumped. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New episodes come out every Sunday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, or wherever you get your podcast from. And hey, thanks for listening. Next week on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Stardust Crusaders episodes 51 through 55. We're finally reaching Egypt. Please. Please clap.